Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Live Nation presents Concert Week. From now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 summer shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirks Bentley, Janet Jackson, Megan Trainer, Peso Pluma, Sean Paul, Sum 41, and many more. For way less. Grab your tickets now through May 14th to see all of the artists you love all summer long. For just $25. $25 each. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to buy now. That's LiveNation.com slash Concert to buy now. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. When you think about the future, what kind of technology do you envision? Whatever the future holds, artificial intelligence will undoubtedly be at the heart of it all. Join Graham Class as he hosts Season 2 of Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast, and hear from the minds transforming healthcare, retail, entertainment, personal computing, and more with the help of AI. Tune in every other Tuesday and explore the latest technology that's changing our world today and creating a more accessible tomorrow. Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So we dug this one out of the archives because we thought it was a good fit. Uh, in, a, in a recent episode, we talked about uh, faith healing, and we mentioned the placebo effect, and we kept talking about this placebo effect episode we did, remember? We really did. And so uh, the great opportunity, no time like the present, to go back and revisit this classic stuff they don't want you to know from yesteryear on the placebo effect. Enjoy. From UFOs to ghosts and government cover-ups, history is riddled with unexplained events. You can turn back now or learn the stuff they don't want you to know. Hey everybody, welcome back to the show. My name is Matt. And I am Ben. And today we're going to be talking about something that I've been doing since I was a wee tyke. Something my mom taught me. Um, Whenever I feel like I'm getting sick, and and, you know, we're in the cold season right now, Mm -hmm. and, and I tend to get one nice bout of sickness every year, and I have gotten a sickness ever since I was a little boy. And what my mom would do is give me a giant glass of orange juice. And she would say, drink this. It'll make you feel better. And so now even, you know, I'm 30 now. And this year I've been drinking orange juice like a madman because I feel like it's going to stave off the sickness that's coming on. I know it's coming. Mm -hmm. But what I've learned uh, over the course of the past few months is that this is the vitamin C isn't actually doing anything to my immune system. Huh. 
Okay. Uh, like that, the power of belief. That vitamins really, yeah, aren't doing anything about that. <laughs> Well, they're they're probably still good for you, even if even if it's true that they're not doing anything. It's for good you. for my body, but it has no direct effect. Well, let's take a more extreme example. Um, do you have asthma? Do you know anyone who has asthma? I did have asthma as a child. Yeah. Oh yeah, grew out of it, huh? I had wimpy white boy syndrome. What the heck is that? <laughs> That's something that my wife has talked to me about. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's something about our genes, man. I got all these recessive genes in me. Oh, and uh, allegedly, you know, little little white boys, they tend to get a little sick. Wow. I used to be hooked up to one of those machines, uh, a respirator at night. Really? When I was a kid. Yeah. Wow. Well, luckily, this was you were not the person I was talking about Um, in, <laughs> in a novel that I really enjoyed. It was pretty creepy called It by Stephen King. Listeners, some of you may have read it already. Um, And I'm sure a lot of people have seen the miniseries. Um, Read the book. I hate to be that guy, but the book is crazy good and scary and freaky. Um, anyhow, in it, there is a character named Eddie Casbrack or something like that. Eddie K will call him. Mm-hmm. Eddie is a bit of a hypochondriac and he has a very overbearing mother. And Eddie's mother is convinced that Eddie has asthma. Eddie himself is also convinced that he has asthma. And there's a spoiler alert here, and I, I feel like it's not too not too um crappy of me to say this because it's been out for a while. And you're not really breaking the story then. I'm much. not breaking yeah, I'm not breaking a huge plot point in the story. Um one thing that you find throughout the story is that Eddie K doesn't have asthma. And the entire time uh, that he thought he did as a child, his pharmacist was trying to placate his mother by giving him just an inhaler that had some stuff sprayed in it to give it a medicinal crappy taste. And despite the fact that this was pretty much foul tasting water, it cured Eddie's imagined asthma Every time, ladies and gentlemen, what Matt and I are talking about today is the placebo effect and a placebo effect is not just something that allows a a purported medicine to fix a psychological or psychosomatic disease. It can actually cure real conditions. And from what we've been learning when we did an episode on this. Apparently, the placebo effect is getting stronger. What do you think, Matt? Oh, that is so crazy to me. So what we're really talking about here is the power of the human brain and the mind and belief, Mm -hmm. the power of belief. And this is where it gets a little weird for me because I have a hard time really grasping some of this stuff because it seems so pseudo scientific. It seems uh, almost almost spiritual in a way okay um where it kind of it bridges that mind body gap uh it's tough for me to wrap my head around really but mm. it's fascinating my god it's fascinating uh what if i give you a pill that will help you wrap your head around it see but it, that would probably work <laughs> i don't know it might have to be from a doctor at least <laughs> at least have the perception well, that's of that. been shown to be true all right, well, let's start digging into this, Ben. Okay, so let's define it first. Okay. Uh, the placebo effect. 
according to Rational Wiki, uh, which we wanted to check out here because we figured they would have the least uh, spiritualized definition, yes. right? So they say it's a psychosomatic phenomenon in which symptoms of a disease or condition lessen or even appear to be com- cured completely uh, from the patient being merely exposed to a treatment. Now, this is important because it means symptoms might disappear. They might feel better. They might actually be better um, whether or not the treatment they were given had any real medicinal effect or or active chemical or pharmacological agent in there. That means just the idea that you are somehow being treated can affect your your mind such that your mind makes effects on your body. Yeah. You imagine yourself well. It's so crazy. It just it's almost as though it's allowing it's allowing you to unlock your uh your immune system that already exists within you mm-hmm. to fight off whatever the thing is that you're trying to beat. Right. And we know that we know that there are there are some measurable effects of uh the mental outlook on the human body, mind over matter, if you will, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's strange because you and I did an episode a while back that we re-released recently asking whether or not the placebo effect is getting stronger. Now, we mm-hmm. dug into it with some more details in this podcast, and we have some interesting things to tell to tell all you lovely uh, guys and ladies out there today. Um, but before we get to that, let's just say some weird Maybe disturbing, maybe cool facts about the placebo effect. Um, one, the packaging matters. Yeah. The packaging on the pill matters. If it's flashy, it looks like they spent a lot of money creating this package, which means, hey, maybe they spent a lot of money creating this pill or whatever this solution is that I'm taking. It, that's crazy. Yeah. And it's, it's, uh, an effect that also transcends medicine. Uh, people will judge wine that seems to come in a more expensive bottle as a better wine. Oh, too. yeah. Oh, totally. Well, and here's another weird thing, Ben. All right. Older drugs, the real drugs that actually have some kind of active, uh, agent in them mm-hmm. don't seem to work as well anymore hmm. because they're, they're older and, uh, I don't know. This this is really weird. There are a lot of things you can get into with this uh, fact, but okay. So somebody's perception of it as less effective. Well, because that's been around for a long time, uh-huh. um, as opposed to this new drug that is essentially the same thing and possibly even has the same active ingredient in it, mm-hmm. will be stroll have a stronger effect. And there's another thing. There's a huge debate between the medical communities, the respective little islands. In the archipelago of medicine, uh, there's this huge debate about how alternative medicine, quote unquote, or homeopathy works. Uh, some people believe that it's entirely due to the placebo effect, that yeah. if you really believe you're drinking, you know, energized water or you are having a your uh, chakras aligned, that the simple belief that a patient might have that this is working is the engine behind the results. Now, we're not doing an episode right now on alternative medicine or homeopathy or or any of that stuff. We will do an episode on it if you would like to hear it in the future. Um, Interesting other facts about the placebo effect. It has been observed in both animals and babies. And that's 
The the weird thing about that, Ben, is that it usually requires some kind of conditioning, which basically just means someone telling you, hey, Ben, I'm giving you this pill and it's going to help with your bursitis. Yeah, you have to know what is what the mechanism is. It's not learned. Yes, exactly. But but it's shown to work in babies and animals. Mm-hmm. And how the heck do you translate for, let's say, an orca whale that this medicine that you're giving it is going to help with its fin? Hmm, I don't know, but orca whales are murderously intelligent. It's true. Uh, so they might, they might, they'll be able to pick it up. Maybe murderously intelligent. Yeah, right. Um, so we said placebos are more expensive, work better. Uh, we also know that if you if you have more of a placebo, then you will feel like it's more effective. You know, just like when you're taking real medicine, you take two pills, then it'll have an increased effect. Apparently, that even works when the medicine is fake. So if you take two sugar pills or, you know, blue sky <laughs> cough medicine doses or whatever. Ah, oh, that's so crazy. Uh, then it will, it will have more of a dramatic placebo effect. Well, and it's also shown that more, the more dramatic the, the way you get the medicine, the mm-hmm. way it's given to you, the better it's going to work. So what, what do you mean? So if I just give you a pill that you have to take, uh, it's going to have a certain effect. But if I roll up with a syringe and give you an injection Ugh, okay. of just some saline, then, you know, that's that's in that's an intensive thing that I've just given you a drug that requires to go directly into your bloodstream. Yeah, it's going to make you feel like I'm doing more and uh, and it's probably going to work better. So we could also extend that maybe to when the doctor is talking with you, if the doctor sits you down and says, you know, Matthew, this is an astonishing new experimental treatment. This will cure you. Yeah. Then you'll be more likely to feel the effects, right? Yeah. But coming from a place of authority, we've, and you know, we've explored this before, Ben, but that authoritative voice of someone who seems, at least seems to be, uh, mm. an expert in something, it, uh, that information comes off much more strongly. All you need is that subtitle at the bottom of the yeah. screen, right? <laughs> yeah. Expert on insert X here. Uh, yeah. We also know that, um, Placebos can overpower real pharmacological effects. So people, for instance, who were given drugs to induce nausea didn't develop symptoms when they were told the treatment would actually, wait for it, relieve nausea. That's... What? Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, I just need, I just need to sit down for a second, Ben. Mm-hmm. I think, I think my, uh, My anti-nausea medication is working. Live Nation presents Concert Week. From now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 summer shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirks Bentley, Janet Jackson, Megan Trainer, Peso Pluma, Sean Paul, Sum 41, and many more. For way less. Grab your tickets now through May 14th to see all of the artists you love all summer long. For just $25. $25 each. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to buy now. That's LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to buy now. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, 
Snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snag a Job is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Attention, true crime enthusiast. Searching for a way to unwind after diving deep into the mysteries that keep you up at night? Look no further. Introducing Lazarus Naturals, your trusted companion for CBD relief. With a commitment to transparency, Lazarus Naturals oversees every step from farm to doorstep, ensuring purity and quality you can trust. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today and discover how CBD can help you decompress and recharge for your next investigation. That's LazarusNaturals.com. Lazarus Naturals. Your partner in unraveling the mysteries of true crime. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the campaign moment right now, wherever you're listening. While Matt's trying not to throw up, we can <laughs> we can uh, skim over some of these because we got a lot of facts that we mm-hmm. don't have to get get to. But the the primary thing we wanted to talk about is um, that the placebo effect does appear to be getting stronger over time, and some of this is due to the idea that our expectations of medicine, not just what medicine treats, but what medicine is, have changed over time. So here's the question, Matt. Is the placebo effect becoming stronger or are we measuring things differently? What, what gives? That's an excellent question. So this goes to, there are a couple of things we're going to be able to talk about here. Um, but wow, man, the most important one I'm going to, we're going to leave for the end because I think that's the most interesting. Okay. Um, about how, about how, how wide the measurements are. Ah, yes. uh, but we'll, we'll go back to that. Okay. We'll that's go back to that one. The most interesting. Okay. Um, so from 2002 to 2006, the number of drugs that were axed after phase two clinical trials, that, that's the volunteer trials. Okay. Um, the poor college student trials. Exactly. Yes. Uh, well, they increased by 20% because the drugs couldn't beat the placebos that they were being compared to. Which is wild. It's wild, man. Yeah. And there, there are also, when we dug into this, we found that there were uh, a few big factors that generated this appearance of an increase in the placebo effect. Um, the first one, and one of the big keys, is powerful advertising. And it makes sense if you think about it, right? Because yeah. advertising affects the mind. Yeah. And the placebo effect is a product of the mind. And man, that again, it's that mind-body connection that it's so fascinating. We're going to have to have some kind of large series just on this, Ben, just mm-hmm. on the mind-body connection. 
And you know what we need to do? We need to get, uh, we need to get people from stuff to blow your mind. Oh yeah. That'd be cool. That's what we should do. Maybe, uh, you and Robert and Julie and I can all take a vision quest. <sighs> so the, the other interesting thing here is that for anyone who doesn't know the, at least the Western pharmaceutical industry, which is the vast majority of the international pharmaceutical industry, spends so much money on advertising. Now, you would think that people would spend so much more money on research and design. How yeah. can we cure HIV? How can we cure insert disease here? But a how lot can of, we sell more of my drug? Right. A lot of it is more. How can we, how can we get people to take more Zyrtec? Yeah. And not only benefits? sell it monetarily, but sell it to you that it works, that it's a, th- a real thing that is functioning and effective. And this goes to something else that I want to talk about. Now we're saving the big one for the end. Mm-hmm. But, Matt, another reason for the increase in the perception of the placebo effect is that we have a much larger pool of diseases now. And psychological disorders have begun to be counted as something, you know, so, oh, you're depressed. Yeah. Oh, you're, you're, um, you're, uh, you have OCD of some sort. You have mm-hmm. ADHD, for instance, and, and, and various, Things that would be qualified as psychological disorders rather than physical disorders. Can't sleep so well. Mm-hmm. Mm. Sometimes you feel guilty. You should take this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Look at this cute animation that we've created for it. See? Pay no attention to the fine print about these terrible side effects. <laughs> and the weird dreams. Oh, yeah. May cause vivid hallucinations, strange dreams, side urination, whatever that is. <laughs> Uh, yeah, well, now of course we're not saying this to in any way denigrate people who do suffer from psychological disorders and we're not saying. Absolutely not. We're not saying that this, uh, that the medicine that these people might be taking isn't real, but what we are saying is that the placebo effect is measurable in these psychological disorders as well and it is no secret that psychological disorders are widely misdiagnosed oh yes i've i've had many conversations with my wife the school psychologist about uh, misdiagnosis especially in younger people right uh, and, and some of us we you know the behavior of a of a young human being it can seem erratic in comparison to an older human being um different disorders manifest at different times mm-hmm. there, there are a lot of factors at play it's not a cut and dry thing so Pharmaceutical companies have spent a lot of money researching these diseases specifically, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And uh, just another thing here, Ben, that kind of it struck me as crazy is that the attitude of the, the way a doctor comes at your disease and the way they basically whether or not, whether or not they give you a negative or a positive diagnosis initially mm-hmm. is going to change can change the way uh, the outcome of whatever it is that you are suffering from. Oh, okay. So just whether or not you have a positive or negative outlook mm-hmm. on whatever it is that you're going through can change the way it affects you. Okay, so if a doctor comes in and says, you know, I've got great news, Mr. Bolin, uh your hammer toe will be uh, completely solved by this operation that we're doing. 
Oh, not operation. That's important. Oh. Be solved by this pill. Yes. Or even better, this injection, mm-hmm. right? Uh, versus we've got terrible news, Mr. Bolin. There's only one hope for your hammer toe. It's this pill. You've got to amputate. You've got to amputate. <laughs> Placebo that one back. Yeah. Um, all right. So now it's time for the largest reason. Uh, maybe we'll do a drum roll and then Matt, the honor is yours. So the most interesting reason that it seems the placebo effect is increasing is because our, our range, our scope is getting much larger and mm. we're, we're looking at many more developing nations, um, and getting data from developing nations that have access to drugs that they have never really had access to before. Ah, and, okay. And it's Western medicine. And there's, there's kind of this, uh, this thought that Western medicine is very powerful and the belief in this medicine itself is very strong in a lot of developing nations. So when you give someone in a developing nation a, let's say a handful of pills and you say, this is going to cure X mm-hmm. for you, mm-hmm. the strength in that belief of that medicine, even if it's a placebo, is so great that it seems to be uh, almost larger there. Ah, uh, so the expectancy, which is key in in the effect of a placebo, uh, means that placebos in developing or poor countries actually do better than they would in in a developed country. Yeah, it's pretty pretty weird, isn't it? Yes, and so that's what you mean by scope, right? So since the I, I see what you're saying, since we're Measuring from a much larger sample size. Yes. We're bringing up the average. Yes. And I, you know, we'd be remiss if we didn't point it out a lot of, not a lot, but some of those conspiracy theories about the way that pharmaceutical corporations handle experimental trials in developing countries have a grain of truth to them. As a matter of fact, a few of them are absolutely true. Um, so there is, there is a wealth of information that we could examine there in a, in a larger context. And there's a lot here that we're not touching on too much about the, the prevalence of organized medicine, the way it's organized. Uh, does the AMA do more harm than good? That's one that we hear brought up a lot. Yeah. And, uh, I don't know about you, man, but I'd love to examine those in the future and hear what our listeners think about this. Uh, but first, before we tell you how to contact us, mm-hmm. uh, let's hit one last thing, Ben. Okay. What's that? Let's talk about the power of belief and its limitations. Ooh, good. Yes. Uh, sort of the, the future, the going forward of the mm-hmm. placebo effect. Now we've explained a couple of reasons why, um, the methodology or the sample size may have changed to affect the placebo. We also talked about the expectations of medicine and disorder. So now it's time to talk about how we can use this information, you, me, everybody listening, to uh, to bring forth hopefully fruitful changes. Well, well yeah, Ben. Yeah. Here's here's the here's the thing. In some cases, even if you know you're taking a placebo effect. It still seems to have an effect. Hmm. That's that's pretty crazy, right? So even if you're aware that you are just taking a sugar pill, you can convince yourself that it's not just a sugar pill and it may help you. 
Yes, that's true. So what we're saying is that it may be possible to construct psychological strategies that hack a patient uh, to to exploit the placebo effect for positive results now or better results rather. Now we know, of course, that if someone is, for instance, horrifically burned, you can't give them a sugar pill and solve their problems. Absolutely not. There there are definite limits to this. Uh, if there weren't, then everybody would just live forever, right? Mm-hmm. But we we do know that there is we are in a pioneering age of exploration between the relationship between the human mind and the human body. And the placebo effect is much more likely to be the tip of an iceberg than it is the iceberg entire. Um, so although we know why it's increasing, we do know that there's something to it. And it's reminding me of a lot of other sort of placebo effect related things about the mind having power over the body. But uh, before I get on a rant, before we go too long, um, we've already built up our case for pharmaceutical shenanigans in the developed world, which we will return to. And we've already touched on some of the conspiratorial things that people say about alternative medicine versus Western medicine. And we want to hear what you think about it, because all of our best ideas come directly from you, the listener. And to prove that. Let's do some listener mail. Matt, what do you say? Absolutely. Let's get started with Kelly M. Uh, She wrote to us and said, Hey guys, I'm really enjoying your podcast so far. You sometimes seem concerned that the episode is running too long, but in my opinion, the episodes are too short. Your conversations are really engaging, and I want to hear more details and nuances about each topic. Keep up the good work, Kelly. Wow. Well, now I feel bad that we're reading that at the end. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Kelly, thank you so much for writing in. We really appreciate your input. And, you know, sometimes the the time constraints, we, we just put them on our, ourselves because we kind of have to get in and out of here quickly. Uh, there's so many people using this uh, this recording studio. But you know what? I think we can make time. We'll see what we can do. Mm-hmm. Um, in some cases, they may be a little longer. In other cases, may, they may be a little shorter. But hopefully... Uh, you'll enjoy them. Yeah. Hey, uh, one interesting thing, Kelly, that you might want to know is that all of our podcasts are probably about an hour and a half when we record them, and they get heavily redacted. I'm so kidding. I'm kidding. We <laughs> we do. We are really excited to have a longer um, show opportunity, and we're going to see how how much we can fit into the audio episodes before the powers that be catch us and tear us down and tear us take us down yeah um so in the meantime as we build this crazy house of cards in a windy room uh wish us luck with the next level let us know what you think do please find us on facebook and become our friend on facebook we would really appreciate it it makes us much less likely to be fired and if you say hey facebook is for the birds whatever that's dumb well speaking of birds why not try twitter we are on there too we are considering conspiracy stuff at both of these and and that's the end of this classic episode if you have any thoughts or questions about this episode you can get into contact with us in a number of different ways one of the best is to give us a call our number is 1-833-STDWYTK if you don't want to do that you can send us a good old-fashioned email we are 
Conspiracy at iHeartRadio.com. Stuff They Don't Want You to Know is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Dealing with pests can be a pain, but relax. Terminix can help. Because when pests show up, so does Terminix. With over 95 years of experience, they have what it takes to take on any pest problem fast. If your home or business has pests, don't stress it. Terminix it. Visit Terminix.com to book your appointment online today. That's T-E-R-M-I-N-I-X.com. Live Nation presents Concert Week. From now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 summer shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirks Bentley, Janet Jackson, Megan Trainer, Peso Pluma, Sean Paul, Sum 41, and many more. For way less. Grab your tickets now through May 14th to see all of the artists you love all summer long. For just $25. $25 each. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to buy now. That's LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to buy now. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Attention, true crime enthusiast. Searching for a way to unwind after diving deep into the mysteries that keep you up at night? Look no further. Introducing Lazarus Naturals, your trusted companion for CBD relief. With a commitment to transparency, Lazarus Naturals oversees every step from farm to doorstep, ensuring purity and quality you can trust. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today and discover how CBD can help you decompress and recharge for your next investigation. That's LazarusNaturals.com. Lazarus Naturals, your partner in unraveling the mysteries of true crime. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota.